for joining me on another episode of Crazy Random Cool. I am your host, Tony, and I am here with my guest, B Rizzle for Sizzle, who is not new to my show. <laughs> no, I am not. I've been here a couple of times, and I'm happy to be here again. So, do you know that you were on my very first podcast? I do know that. And do you I, remember when it was? It was, what, about a year ago? It was exactly a year ago. What? Are you serious right now? Yes, 365 days ago. October 15th, 2020 was my very first episode. You are correct. I did not realize that. <laughs> I am happy to be here again. So that means that you broke my podcast, Jerry. <laughs> and I was happy to do so. So you weren't like wondering why I called and I was like, hey, we got to do this episode. You weren't like, oh, dang, it's her, like your anniversary. Um, no, not exactly. I did. I mean, I didn't realize it was October and there might have been some type of significance why you called me, but I did not catch it right away. No, I did not. I didn't get a gift in the mail. <laughs> Celebration. <laughs> Celebration, bitches. <laughs> My so, bad. I have to tell you something. What's that? Birthday. It's your birthday. It's my podcast birthday. <laughs> oh, happy podcast birthday, girly. I'm excited about it. I mean, I know that you know a little bit about like the work that went into putting this podcast together. And I was like a year ago. Here I am. I mean, like thinking about the artwork and thinking about the description. And do you remember like everyone giving me a hard time? Cause they were like, well, what's it going to be about? What are you going to talk about? And you know, some of the most popular ones are about very specific things like murder mysteries or history or, you know, do mermaids exist? But <laughs> I was like, I just, I just want to talk like about mermaids. stuff. <laughs> And you believe in mermaids, too. <laughs> I remember that. That was like one of the first things you told me when we met. Like, you believed that, like, there were real mermaids. There was an actual documentary about it. Anyway. I was, I was going to bring that up that because you watched the documentary, that now you believe in you mermaids. Did, you just did bring it up. So now <laughs> I look like a weirdo. No, I'm saying I was going to bring up the documentary conversation, but you did before me, so. <laughs> well, that's me. I'm kind of random. You know what I was going to say? Like, my voice has been off lately, and I just think it's because of all the sports. What do you mean? I mean, between the Astros games and, like, that freaking Colts game. <laughs> Against the Ravens? Oh my goodness. I think uh -oh. like I'm just losing my voice. Wait, who I mean, you don't like the Colts or the Ravens. Why would you be why would your voice be any different about that? Fantasy football, obviously. Oh, oh my God. You're in fantasy football again. Look out. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> how much shit you, have you how much shit have you been talking to other people? I I been pretty chill, actually. I'm, I'm the most humble fantasy football player you're ever going to meet. 
I don't remember that at all. <laughs> well, I've turned over a new leaf. Did I say that right? Do you turn over a new leaf? <laughs> I mean, that is the right phrase for it, but I mean, or like a live? caterpillar, I've shed new skin. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's, no, that, turned that's, into that's a, a butterfly. I've turned that's into. A snake. <laughs> I've, I've turned into a fantasy football butterfly. <laughs> Are you sure? Because snakes turn turn new skin also. So. Wow. They don't turn new skin. They shed their skin. But okay. Yeah. Either way. I mean, it's new skin. Okay. <laughs> okay. So how are you doing in fantasy football? We're not talking about that. We're talking about my podcast. I mean, you brought it up. I was just asking. I didn't really bring it up. I said that my voice sucks because of sports. And you're yeah. just like getting all my business. You're like, okay, so what What does that have to do with sports? Like, why were you watching that game? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, mine's probably pretty fucked up because of the A&M Alabama game. So I love how you always cuss on my podcast. Thank I'm going to go back and listen to the first episode because I think you didn't cuss on that one, but like, are you fucking then, sure? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the the I don't know the gloves came off or what's the, anyway. I'm over terms. It's late. It's one a.m. because we wanted to do this episode at midnight, and here we are, an hour later, just getting it done. But it is officially a year later, three hundred sixty-five days. Do well, it. Happy podcast birthday, girl. Ha- happy podcast birthday. <laughs> okay. I, I so, will buy you a I will buy you a cupcake for your podcast birthday. You just buy me a cupcake because because I love cupcakes. <laughs> no. <laughs> Doesn't work like that. Hashtag crazy random cool cupcake. <laughs> <laughs> yes. CRC cupcake. Okay. Done with that. So, in our first episode, I think that we just kind of talked about random topics because I wanted to emphasize that I was a random podcast and that I do Google deep dives and that I have the attention span of a fourth grader. So, let's just do that again. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. Fourth grader, really? I'm okay. Kindergartner, whatever. Whatever. So I don't really know what to talk about, but I figured I can get a lot of topics out of this that the world just kind of like is crazy right now because everyone's just super mad. Like they're just grumpy and mad. And I get it. We had a whole full pandemic, but everyone's like super grumpy. And I don't get it. Well, I mean, why why wouldn't you be grumpy? Because there's just so much so much stuff that's gone wrong in the last year and a half, damn near two years, that people just don't know how to deal with. No, and I get that. It's, you know, there's been some major changes. There's been some serious issues. And it's a lot. It's a lot to handle. But, like... I feel like, all- I feel like when you talk about serious issues, it's more like not serious. Because I've I've noticed that there's a lot of issues that have I mean that have come up, and it's a lot of, it's a lot of social media BS issues that people just 
think that well, you. I mean, you can't say there's super media, uh, there's social media issues. I think it's more like. Well, I mean, um, it's, it's it's they're highlighted that, through social media. Yeah, that's you. Okay, yeah, I, that's that's what I meant. But in the grand scope of things, there's a lot of issues that have come up that really aren't issues as well. Well. I mean, we can't really say that, right? Because everybody's affected in a different way. And something that's an issue for me wouldn't be an issue for you and vice versa, right? Bottom line is that there's just too many issues, like brain overload. I like, I don't, I don't want to like discredit what people are going through at all, but it's just the way that they're handling it. Right. So, I mean, I I mean, a lot of it, I just don't want to even hear about, honestly. I I don't think that I have a problem hearing about the issues. I have a here I have a problem hearing about how people are handling it. It's just like we're just seeing a very nasty side of our humanity lately and a lot a lack of respect for one another and it's just I don't know, it's a lot of craziness. Like and I, and, and like I said, it's about the actions. It's not about the issues because I mean, I understand that parents, you know, want to have a say about how their children are educated. I understand that people don't want to be forced to take a vaccine if they don't want to. I understand that people don't want to be told what to do with their bodies. I get it, right? And how I see things from my perspective may not be how you see things from your perspective. And you're entitled to make decisions about your life and all of that but it's how people are handling things like they're just going off the rails i just don't understand how people or why people are so adamant on not protecting themselves against a virus that is clearly a global issue Oh, but we're not going to get into that because you are so anti-vaccine. <laughs> I am not anti-vaccine. You I'm were. Just, you were. I, I know. Okay. I just looked at it like, okay, I never had to worry about getting a flu vaccine. So what, what are you telling me that makes me need to believe that I have to get this vaccine in order to survive whatever is going on? And in your defense... You were very anti-vaccine, but in your defense, right? Like you didn't trust CNN. You didn't trust Fox News. You didn't trust Fauci. You didn't trust just some random, you know, marketing campaign to tell you what you should do with your body. Like you actually did your research. You, you did a lot of reading and you've, you know, so, you know, a lot of people aren't doing that. They don't have the information that you have. And so it's scary. But I mean, I don't have any information that anybody else can't get themselves. So if you have a problem with the vaccine, do your research. And if you still have a problem with it, fine. But there, there's a lot of good information out there that supports the vaccine. There's a lot of information out there that may not support the vaccine. But I mean, it's just in overall, it's your own, it's your own personal decision. If you want it, get it. If you don't, then don't. But don't, you know, like don't, don't let anyone persuade you about what you should do with your body 
if you haven't actually done the work to find out. Like it, you shouldn't sit that and watch the news and make a decision. Force, don't force somebody to get it if they don't want it. I mean, let them die if they want to. Wow. I mean, did you say that? I did because that's, I mean, essentially that's, okay, that's basically what they're telling us. You get the vaccine, you may not die. You don't get the vaccine, there's probably a high more a higher probability that you will die. So, Well, I mean, you know, there's a big chance that you won't. There's a lot of people that get it and they recover. I think that a lot of people are looking at it from that perspective, right? Like they're thinking, you know, I get the flu, I survive. Some people get the flu and they die. You know, I'll take my chances. So I just think that, and I, can I don't almost, know. I can almost guarantee that, that more people have been in contact than they know that they have been, you know? And I don't want to do a podcast on the vaccine though. Okay, <laughs> fine. I'm, I mean, why is that your soapbox lately? I don't know because it's just, I mean, I finally did get the vaccine and, you know, I, I, I feel more comfortable now, but yet I, I still encounter places where I have, I mean, my job wants me to wear a mask all the time. But Are you going to go out and make some babies? <laughs> yes. I mean, you I might want to go. You I might want to go check because according to like Nicki Minaj's cousin's friend's uncle or something, like he's sterile. <laughs> so oh you might want, you want to might want to see if your guys are still swimming. Okay, well I'm going to sow my seed and find out if I can still get people pregnant. Let me know how that works out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, if, I mean I can let you know if you really want to, but. So that was my way of saying I want to move on to a different topic. Okay. So what are we talking about babies now? (laughs) No, I don't want to talk about them either. (laughs) No. Okay. Although I do know someone that got a kitten recently and it's like a baby. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's a lot of work. Oh my God. Like so much work. I mean, they are. I mean, especially when you don't wean them off their mother. To start off with. So, am I allowed to tell people that the person that recently found a cat was you? <laughs> I mean, you just did, so I guess it's okay. <laughs> that you found a cat on the side of the road and brought it I home. Did. I did, because I thought my tire, there's something wrong with my tires, so I pulled over to the side of the road and heard this loud-ass noise, and I was like, oh my god, it's a cat. And Lo and behold, it was a little bitty cat. (laughs) Yeah, not even a cat, like a kitten. Like, I don't even think she's like, what, two or three pounds. She's itty bitty. Yeah, no, I mean, but the funny thing is that, you know, so I was, I heard it whining and meowing. And and so I, you know, just out of pure whatever, I, I started making the cat noises back to it. And I could actually see it coming through the brush. And I thought it was a big cat. And when it popped up and it was, no, when it popped up and it was like a little bitty baby, I'm like, oh my God, how do you make so much noise coming out? But, you know, what's yeah. really funny. This whole story that you're telling makes it sound like you were kind of tipsy or possibly drunk, but you were not drunk. No, I was not. Because was you were bored. operating a vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> and I was operating a vehicle 
very well because I was afraid of my tire. You know, I, I thought something was wrong with my tire. So, like I you had up. just finished watching football in a bar, and you thought that there was a panther inside of a small bush. Yeah, exactly. I thought but, I was. I, but because you were operating a vehicle, let's just say you weren't drunk. <laughs> no, I was not drunk. And, you I were mean, I will, 100% so I, I don't care how sarcastic you're being right now. <laughs> I was I was sober and was fucking with a cat in the brush. <laughs> it wasn't a cat, it was a kitten. Whatever, a cat, kitten, it was a feline. And it was in the brush making a lot of noise. Can I also say that a day after you found the kitten you did not know if it was a boy or a girl and we kept saying her him and we I didn't mean, know it yeah i just i just kept calling it him i, I was just I, no I, you I, went I, back and forth too you went back <laughs> and forth too because we we wanted we wanted to be appropriate because we weren't sure yeah but i mean i wasn't gonna you know pop it upside down and, and check its genitals either so exactly so Eventually, somebody else did, and they were like, it's a girl, and it's a girl cat. I mean, can it, you really tell if it's a girl or a guy at that age? I don't know. I don't, <laughs> you're asking hard questions. We think it's a girl. Her name's Khaleesi. Let's move on. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Cutest okay. little cat ever, though. Yeah, she's so cute now. Even though I don't like cats. Okay. Yes, I do. So even with cross-eyes, <laughs> she's not. I think she was just cross-eyed like that because she was young and her eyes were developing. Because she doesn't look like that right now. You're so oh. mean. You're so mean. <laughs> You're so mean. Oh my god. I haven't, I haven't seen her since I gave her away. So I mean, if if, if her eyes have have refocused and moved into the correct position, I'm happy for her or him, whatever. <laughs> whatever gender it's identifying with right now <laughs> it's a girl <laughs> she's a girl and her name is Khaleesi are you sure about that it we're may, sure it may, it like, may res- it, it, respect, it may respect the Game of Thrones <laughs> identity here so. okay um, moving okay. on yeah so I guess since we're being super random, two things I want to talk about if we have enough time. Although I could probably go over this week because it is my anniversary. It's my anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> it's critical race theory. I don't know how I feel about it. I really don't. I I feel a certain kind of way about it because they're taking it away and saying it shouldn't be taught in schools. And you know, I mean, I haven't been in school for a while, so I don't know from what aspect it's being taught. I don't know what the issues are. So I hate discussing something that I don't really know the details on. However, I will say that when I finally went to college, I want to say that Black Studies or African American Studies was a class I had to take. And as a person of color, I realized how little I really knew about myself. Like in high school, like I took a small section on like Martin Luther King and like in my U.S. history or whatever. 
And that was it. And, you know, where I grew up, there wasn't a lot of people that looked like me. There was a lot of people that shared my history. So it was, you know, a long, long time after a lot of other people that I really kind of learned that there was a lot of people that looked like me or shared my culture that have done amazing things. And I, I think that I think that every child should have the opportunity to know our history and where we come from. And I don't know. Go ahead. I mean, but there's there is a lot of there's a lot of people in different, you know, ethnicities that have done amazing things. And I whether they signal or single them out as far as what their ethnicity is, they should still be, you know, no Yeah, but that's not an issue. That that's not an issue. So that was my point. In in high school when I took US history or actually was it world history I'm talking I'm yeah I'm thinking world history we actually you know focused on Europe for like probably over half the semester and then it was like why because I mean as they say like history belongs to the conquerors right so I mean black history was like not even a whole week I didn't know that that was an issue. So it's not like we're not recognizing great things from other cultures. It's just how much we're recognizing them. I mean, you know, in California, Cesar Chavez was something that we were taught about. But there's, believe it or not, with so much Hispanic culture in California, I think we got like two or three weeks, you know, and and most of the Hispanic culture was how it related to European culture. And this is when I was in school. So I don't know what's happening now. I don't want to really like try to act like I'm an authority on it. I'm just saying, and I really didn't even think that I got cheated until I got into college. And then I got into probably the workforce. Right. And I realized how little I knew about other cultures. I mean, right. In my business, right? Like I'll work with people that are from Denmark or people that are from Russia or all over the place. And I think I've had more education about people, their backgrounds, their history and their culture since I've become older than I actually ever learned in school. So, you know, what's, what are we learning there? <laughs> like, like, what's up? I don't, it's weird. Yeah. No, I, I, I understand what you're saying. I, and I see, I see what you're getting at. And, you know, I, I don't remember what exactly was taught in like, so of course I went to school in Texas and of course they taught Texas history and that was a big thing, but I also took world history. But, you know, if, if I remember correctly, world history was more about like wars and conquering stuff rather than how it affected people on a smaller not not necessarily how it affected people but if you're going to designate something as world history you should you should talk about the world and you should probably talk about each country and how they affect the world in their east dynamic you know what i mean i mean they do but they do it from a european perspective you know like everything and i mean yeah, i don't like, want 
like the wars and how the wars affected, you know, different countries. But I mean, that's not, that's not really history. I mean, if, if you should teach people about each country and how they, I think that they do, but I don't think that they really teach you how to interact and how to understand. Like there's a lot of things like throughout the years, like, you know, the appropriate way to interact with somebody or how to address them. Like those are things I've learned just from like experiencing life. Those weren't things I learned in school. And I, I think that those should be things that we do learn. And also, you know, if you think about it, I think a lot of people don't really want to talk about African-American history because of the way we started here. And they don't want to get people angry and they don't want to talk about that anymore. But, you know, my perspective on that is like, say, for instance, someone cheated on you. Right. And then they're like, oh, we're still talking about this. I don't want to talk about this anymore. And it's like, you hurt me. I get to be the one that decides when we stop talking about it, you know? Yeah, that's understandable. I mean, I just feel like whether it's beautiful or it's not beautiful, it's a big part of history. The reason that a lot of things are the way they are. I mean, the reality is, is that people of color, you know, I mean, everybody else, well, not everybody else, but a lot of other people got a head start in a 300 year race that we're running. And no one wants to talk about that. Sometimes, you know, if somebody gets a 10 or 15 or 20 second head start in a race, it can make a big difference on the outcome. And a lot of what people of color have have had to do is catch up and how it's affected our family structures and how it's affected our generational wealth and how it's affected how we see ourselves when there wasn't a lot of positive images of us to see until recently. And all those things really do affect how you move in society. And they don't like to remove all that. But it's know. also but it also affects how you're perceived in society as well. Yeah, I mean, it's a reality. Yeah. It's there. I mean, I don't know how it I mean, maybe how it's packaged I mean, the should per- be the discussion, but the perception- I don't think it should be removed. I do believe that sometimes it's very important when I tell a story sometimes I have to give people the history and why. So, I don't know to what level critical race theory should be taught but i know that you can't completely erase somebody's history and tell a complete story that's all so thank you for like being on this journey with me and i'm out i was happy to be here